Hey guys, it's Denise Halston here with Pastor Jeff and the Weekend Extra. This is my first time here interviewing Jeff, and we just wanted to talk about this past weekend and um, some questions that we had from our conversation. Yeah. Hey. Hey. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Are you at home? I'm in my office, office. by myself, yeah. locked away, fully quarantined. Because I have good internet here, so it's the best place to do these things. Yep. Well, you look at home. I'm at home, and um, we're just staying safe there, aren't we? Yeah, that's what we're doing, too, kind of hunkering down and playing that board game for the fifth time. I know. We're doing puzzles. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Life has become desperate. Who are we? <laughs> I don't know anymore, but it's it's pretty cool. It's cool times. It's crazy times. Um, there's a lot to, um, look at it as, and I really appreciated your conversation about David and Goliath this weekend and how really we can compare what we're going through right now to other trials that we faced in our lives, but Mm -hmm. it kind of is like nothing else. I don't think this, this time that I'm going through anyway in, in history is very different. So it is like so giant calling it Goliath was, I think, great. Um, I just wanted to ask you a couple things. So um, you compared your, and I didn't mention this to you earlier, you compared uh, David to your dog, who is gigantic. (laughs) He is gigantic. (laughs) Um, What is another comparison that you might have for us to David um, other than your dog? I, I I actually can't think of a better comparison. <laughs> I really was expecting you to um, not mention. I, I thought you were going to compare Chief to Goliath somehow. No, the Chief no. became David. That was amazing. It's because Chief is the best. He's awesome. That that you know what I said in the in the conversation. What what's extraordinary about David is his ordinariness. And so I, I think sometimes with scripture, um, we mistakenly make these people out to be superheroes, and they're not. Right. Uh, God is the superhero, so to say, right? And so th- there's nothing about David that that's true about David that's not true about you or I. It's that God empowered him, and mm-hmm. God used him, and all David did was say yes to that. And then with hindsight, you know, you would look back and say, well, I killed the lion, I killed the bear. Like, God, this isn't my first fight. God prepared me for something. And even what you were saying earlier, like, uh, it's true. None of us have ever been through anything like this in our, our lifetimes, this pandemic. But it doesn't mean he hasn't prepared us for hard times. Right. You know, we, we've had we've lost people that we love. We've had financial problems. We've Uh, had to work through things in marriages and parenting and friendships. And we've gone through versions of a hard time. And the lesson to learn out of that is not five steps to how to go through a hard time. The lesson to learn is that God is faithful and does not forget about me in the hard time. Right. 
and that's what David rested in. He didn't, he didn't look and say, well, I perfected my slingshot skills. Right. He, he looked and said, the Lord delivered me, then he'll deliver me again. And that's actually what I draw confidence from. So I, you know, the, you got to watch the sermon to see how I compared my dog to David, but, but the, really the comparison would be us, mm. that we're just normal people trying to walk with the Lord. You know, I, I said, never underestimate the, the power of simply living the Christian life. Right. And in many ways, that's what David was doing. He was just simply living what we would call the Christian life. Mm-hmm. And then he trusted in that when God said, I want you to do this now. And, and he did it. So what do you say to people who don't have that foundation in the Christian life yet that, um, you know, we haven't memorized a lot of scripture or um, understand the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives yet? Yeah, so that, that's the uh, incredible thing about God is he gives us his word, which is, we call it his inspired and errant authoritative word of God. So God speaks directly through the Bible, and the Bible says about that, that, that it's alive and active. It, God participates with us when we read his word. If you're a Christ follower, he also gives you the Holy Spirit, who is a helper, so of course I don't know what to do next. I don't I don't know what to do next, and I have a doctorate in Bible stuff, right? It doesn't mean I know how to follow Jesus uh, in every nuance. So when I'm in a new situation like this, um, you know, I I've been a pastor for uh, over 25 years. I've never closed the church down and tried to reopen it again. I don't know right. what I'm doing. Right. You know, so so. I pray, the elders and I pray a lot for wisdom. Mm-hmm. And then that's where you you get a, a multitude of counselors around you. So like, for instance, Denise, if you had a friend that was newer in their faith um, and said, I want wisdom, but I'm not sure. What do you mean uh, hear from the Holy Spirit? This and that. Right. You could help them understand that. You've been a Christ follower for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. So you might turn to a life group leader or a friend who's more grounded in their faith and you kind of process that and learn that together. Right. Right. And, and this is where the church, um, you know, that I was joking with a pastor the other day. I said, you know, this, this is hard, obviously, you know, it's not easy, but I'm really glad I'm not pastoring with a quill and parchment. <laughs> you know, right. I, I'm really glad that we can just hop on the computer and talk you know, and so, yeah, so we, we still have, all of that is completely available to us in our Christian life. So God's word, the Holy Spirit, God's people, spiritual leadership. And usually what happens is you kind of have to sort it out person by person, situation by situation, and God helps you with that. Well, and I think sometimes we can get caught up right now in our own problems and in our own daily stresses um, or what we want to get accomplished during all this free time or, mm-hmm. or in our jobs that we have to quarantine ourselves from when we get home, you know, for anybody out there doing that. Um, I just think the simple acts that I've experienced from people of just dropping off flowers. Somebody brought me flowers this week and I haven't had flowers. I can't remember when, and just little things like, um, you know, a text or a phone call um, or a video chat with somebody can really make a huge difference, I think, in um, 
just showing them God's love straight from you, straight from me at home with six kids stuck here, you know. Um, so how do you encourage people to be doing stuff like that? Well, I think you just did. I, I think, so we would say that, you know, one of the ways that you hear the Holy Spirit is God will, will, will the kind of the Christian slang for it is God will put somebody on your heart. Right. Uh, probably a more normal way to talk about that is somebody will pop into your mind. Right. And as a Christ follower, we believe that like God does that. So mm -hmm. your friend who brought you flowers God laid you on their heart or you popped into their mind and they're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go get Denise some flowers. Amazing. And you had probably talked about, you know, having six kids at home and a lot of your kids are little and you're trying to do school and all those kind of things. It is, is very, very difficult. I think God's people loving each other that way is huge. And then other people. And I, I know I've been doing that a lot. I've been, um, I don't know why God has me on this schedule a little bit, but for some reason I wake up in the morning and God will have certain people on my mind. In fact, your husband was one of those people one time. And I just texted my friend, John, I'm like, Hey, I just woke up thinking about you, praying for you, love you. John owns his own business. Um, things are difficult if you own your own business right now. Well, God knew John, God knew my friend needed to hear from his friend. Yeah. So God laid him on my mind or put him on my, you know, my heart. And I just acted simply right. with it. And that, that ha when that happens, it's incredible how God uses it. Now that's friends, but like our children are hurting, you right. know, like my, um, my son talked to me and he's like, dad, I'm so, I'm just sad my whole lacrosse season got wiped out. He loves lacrosse. Right. Like can't wait. He's, he's oh. out in our yard in the middle of winter taking lacrosse shots. And I'm like, buddy, that is disappointing. I mean, that, that stinks. Now it's not the end of the world, right? but, it, but it is disappointing. And by being sympathetic and just loving, right? Yep. And then we have people, you know, we have folks, uh, friends at church, and they've lost loved ones. They can't even have a funeral right now, yeah. you know? And so it's like the, God would lay them on your heart, put them on your mind. Well, you're going to reach out like in a deeper way, so, so to say, with them. Yeah. And, and in the end, it strengthens the body of Christ. And when you do that for people who aren't even believers, I, I bet you, I'll bet you sushi <laughs> that if you reached out to an unbelieving friend and said, God put you on my mind and I prayed for you, I bet you they would say thank you. Yeah. And that means a lot to me. And that's just kind of how God works through things sometimes. Well, and that's what makes this time so much different than other times too there might that might be awkward at another time in history it's not as awkward right now i don't think no. say that you're praying for someone or you thought of them it just is what needs to be done and um yeah i really appreciate your encouragement and guidance and your messages and um in this extra interview um what have you got coming up this weekend for us so this weekend um we're going to talk about 
what's called the sovereignty of God. Mm -hmm. And the sovereignty of God is the idea that God is, is uh, the ultimate authority of all things. And he is ultimately in control of all things Mm -hmm. and how placing our faith in the sovereignty of God actually allows us to rest. And it's a way that we would cast our anxiety off and rest in who God is and that uh, his plan is not our plan, but he has a plan, you know, and, and we can live in that. So that's what we're going to talk about. It'll be good. It'll be fantastic. The speaker's don't, amazing. Don't miss it. It's <laughs> amazing. We know it. Well, thanks so much, everybody, for joining us the Weekend Extra, and we will see you this weekend at our online services. Bye.